here. I can feel some of you getting worried. You're thinking, I know. They're not going to pull an apocalypse episode without a story from Jamie the Wolf. Well, not to worry, snappers. Get ready. Because Jamie comes correct with a story of a very special summer camp. Every summer as a kid, I got sent to Christian camp. My mom dropped my brother and I off and waved goodbye, driving back down the mountain. It only been two days so far, rope swings, learning to tie knots, and memorizing scriptures before I developed a mad crush on Sarah Riley. She was a blonde tomboy, a year older, with a gap in her teeth and dirt on her knees. The first one to jump in the river. She was everything I wanted to be. Loud, smart, and fearless. My face went all kinds of buzzy when I saw her, but I never talked to her once. Just tagged her extra hard when we played flag football. One morning, I caught all the adults in the rec room huddled around a radio. Two of them were crying, and Miss Dishman, our Bible study teacher, was arguing heatedly with camp counselor Rick. She was shaking her head as he kept pointing at the last pages of the Bible. I could hear a voice booming on the radio, quoting Revelations, until Miss Dishman caught me looking and shut the door in my face. The next day, the nightly s'more sing-along was canceled. Instead, they gathered all the kids around the campfire and had us pray in silence. Camp counselor Rick stepped forward into the firelight. He was always smiling like he had a secret, but this night, his grin was almost frightening. He told us to prepare ourselves for amazing news. One of the kids interrupted and asked if it was a pizza party. He said no. It was better. It was the best news of all. Jesus was coming. The other counselors nodded solemnly. Miss Dishman was shaking her head off to the side. Camp Counselor Rick said there was a preacher on the radio who predicted the last election and the rise of Gorbachev, and he just got a message from God himself. And the rapture was coming in two days, Saturday at midnight. The kids murmured to each other in confusion. One asked, well, what about Sunday kickball? Camp Counselor Rick pointed to the starry sky and said Jesus was going to come down on a white horse with a flaming sword in his hand and we would all float up to heaven like helium balloons. He said that sinners would stay on the earth for the unleashing of Armageddon. The seas turning to blood, famine and locusts, so you better pray for forgiveness for all of your sins right now. Some of the kids started to pray immediately, and then I saw Sarah Riley being comforted by Sean Tyler, a strapping nine-year-old athlete who was always picked first to be quarterback. I hated Sean Tyler more than the devil and saw him hug her until a camp counselor separated them. We asked, if we're going to be in heaven, do our moms still need to pick us up? It depends, Rick said, if they're saved or not. If they are... They'll meet you up there. If not, then... Then what? asked Billy. Then you'll need to pray extra hard for them. Miss Dishman stepped forward and said, Prophecies come and go, that only God would decide, and that no man could know the day or the hour. Camp Counselor Rick interrupted her and said that we were the lucky ones to be given this gift, and that we had better 
Get right with God. Now I wanted the rapture to come, just not that weekend. I wanted to call my mom immediately to tell her to free my hamster Tigger. I didn't know if hamsters officially had souls or not, but I wanted to make sure he was covered, just in case. A bleak depression came over me, realizing I'd never be a jet pilot or firefighter or ever even be an adult, and I'd be stuck in heaven in an eight-year-old body for eternity. The next two days were a free-for-all. Some of the kids stopped showering. The fat kid Billy ate all the candy he'd been hiding under his bed. And I made a list of all the burning questions I had when I got to heaven, like if the Loch Ness Monster was real, or if aliens are really angels in weird green disguises, and where did my dad go for all of those years? The next day, Camp Counselor Rick told us this was the last soccer game of our lives and yelled out, Hallelujah, every time we scored. That afternoon, I prayed for all the kids in my school that were about to go to hell. For my Jewish friend Jeff, who always laughed when I begged him not to believe what his parents told him. I wrote a letter to my dad, telling him everything he missed, and left it on my pillow. And then, I found Sarah Riley. She had combed her hair and was wearing a blue dress. And finally, we were alone. I walked up slowly, my face going flush. She turned. Well, what do you want, Carrot Top? She asked. <clears throat> Since it's the last day on Earth and all, I just want you to know that I really, really like you a lot. And then I ran. I didn't even stay to see her face. I hid in my room and prayed Sarah Riley and I would float up together. And then I made a plan. I begged my brother for a slingshot. I chewed five pieces of gum together into a ball and tested my aim. If Sean Tyler was going to float up too, the least I could do was make sure that they weren't holding hands. All day, we waited for the end. At sunset, Camp Counselor Rick said we were going to wait for Jesus in the field. Everyone closed their eyes and raised their arms. I peeked to see Sarah Riley and Sean Tyler holding hands. I reached back to my slingshot. Camp Counselor Rick led us in song as the clock ticked. Another counselor banged on a drum. 11.58, 11.59, I took aim. Midnight, I fired the hard gun from the slingshot. It went wild and whistled past Sean Tyler's face. He stared at me with fire in his eyes and hissed. Jesus ain't gonna save you now. Miss Dishman walked out towards us and took the slingshot from my hand. All right, kids, she said. It's way past your bedtimes. Get along now. Camp Counselor Rick was about to protest, then closed his mouth. He looked at his hands to make sure he was still there. The rest of the kids walked back in silence. I stood there. Knowing the next day, Sean Tyler was going to terrorize me, Sarah Riley was going to laugh at me, and Jesus was still coming. But no one would ever know when. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.